Hi, I'm back with another episode. This episode, I'm going to be talking about The Witcher on Netflix. I am so happy with how the show has been going. Only two seasons, and season two just wrapped um, a couple weeks ago last month and i love that as the seasons progress they get better and better not lackluster because a lot of shows have that happen too often so i was so happy to see that this isn't the case with the witcher um i'm a capricorn and we always hate things before we actually love them so if i love something or someone right off the bat that's saying a lot because it rarely happens and i was hesitant with most things with this uh witcher show before watching it and i just finally gave in around um thanksgiving i actually i i I did not care to see this show at all the preview didn't make me want to see it it was really boredom and i'm always gonna say that when you're bored you'll appreciate the shit out of a good show way more but yeah somewhere around thanksgiving i finally caved in and i watched it and at that time season two wasn't out yet it was only the one season that they had for a while like season two uh kind of took a while to come back you know because of covid and everything so i'm so happy that i watched it it is the perfect fantasy and it reminds me of how much i miss shows like that um action fantasy uh with the sci-fi vibe it's is it's very much uh reminiscent of lord of the rings um and i was i was gonna say it reminds me of how much i missed the lord of the rings and game of thrones and harry potter and shows like that that are fantasy and have come to an end already so gerald who is the witcher Um, He's a hero, though he's a witcher and portrayed as this like dark, brooding, only gets paid to like slay the monsters. Um, Witchers are supposed to be heartless. He has a big heart and you find that out as the episodes go on. Um, And on top of that, he's fine. So did y'all know that the witcher is Superman? Um, yeah, the actor that plays him is also Superman, and he was Theseus in Immortals. Um, I'm about to give y'all character breakdowns of who I fuck with in the show. Obviously, The Witcher. Uh, next in line, we got Eskel, and he's the singer of the tales. Um, all his songs be lit, man. I don't know how in season two were they gonna top the toss a coin to your which i i don't i don't know how they were gonna top that but they he came through clutch with another song in season two but that toss a coin song that song is the like stamp or signature tune that everybody that is connected through that song that is the witcher fans like all us fans like we know that fucking song if you start talking about it we're gonna start singing it so i was expecting to hear it again in season two and i was looking forward to it um but yeah instead he came with some new heat that uh burn butcher burn 
But um, yeah, anyways, his songs will definitely be stuck in your head for a hot minute. That's just a warning. Another character that I definitely fuck with was Yennefer. I love this sorceress. Any, you already know that I fuck with the witches. So any characters um, that are sorcerers, sorceresses, and witches, uh, warlocks, I'm already going to be naturally... Um, naturally, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? I don't know what the fuck the word is, but, um, yeah, naturally drawn to, there we go. So, um, yeah, she was that bitch. And when season two, I'm talking a lot about season two before I get to season one, because I recently saw it. That was obviously the last, um, season, the last couple of episodes I saw um she just she almost made me cry because in season two she lost her powers and was losing herself in the process and she was just trying to regain her power this whole time um and it took for Suri to make her realize that she has a bigger purpose and her power isn't the only thing that matters in season one i felt like it was her powers made her who she was yennefer was a nobody she was a humpback deformed always picked on she didn't even know she had powers until her um her teacher came along and kind of rescued her she basically bought her from her family and in turn rescued her and turned her into this great sorceress um so i mentioned suri suri has grown so much in season two and i admire how her character now in the the second season wants to be a witcher um she wants to train and get down and dirty with the big boys uh speaking of that season two brought along it brought about more witchers which we already knew about that in season one but in season two we got to see that there were more witchers in this keep that gerald spoke about briefly um and it's somewhere off in the mountains in the cut like what when did that happen It was just this whole new fun surprise that there were more witchers. There were like gang. Like he had this whole witcher family of guys who did the same thing that he did. And they were trained to be that. Um, I don't know when, uh, but it's a good thing because more witchers means more action. And uh, niggas that know how to fight. So all the scenes I saw with them in it are so reminiscent of like uh like I said Lord of the Rings and it's kind of reminiscent of Vikings to me or Game of Thrones. Um remember in Game of Thrones how they had the wall or the keep if you will whatever they called it besides the wall. The Witcher's Keep was a similar fortified fortress and it wasn't fancy inside but it was their home kind of like how the wall was and where they would train or whatever so um it was where they trained and where they came um for uh rest 
after battle. Um, and now that Suri, uh, being the Witcher's law of surprise, and she has now found him or he found her, they found each other at the end of season one. And she lives there now with them. She gets to see how they get down. And surprisingly, she likes it. So she came a long way from season one, from being a spoiled brat of a princess. The princess of Sintra. She she probably wasn't a spoiled brat the whole time, but that's really what that's what I I thought of her. And that's what I saw because the transition from what she was coming from that lifestyle and being ignorant to the whole like there's a whole new world out there that you don't know shit about because you're used to being behind the walls of your castle and not really out there in the trenches like the witchers are um so yeah i mentioned the law of surprise in case you don't get it the law of surprise i'll try to break it down as best as i can it's basically a promise made um to keep it's a promise made to keep that which is promised to you and may be unknown and not yet in existence yet but it's official once it's claimed um i hope that clarifies it but yeah um she ended up being the witcher's law of surprise before she was even born and they came into each other's lives finally after season one is basically him trying to get to her and vice versa she she doesn't know that she needs him as much as um they they both need each other um but it was her grandmother saying as her last dying wish that she needs him to survive basically um so yeah it's good that they found each other because that's when it gets really really lit um let me see there's another character who suri meets along the way the character that she meets in the woods is dara and dara is this quiet um mysterious but yet friendly elf which we've come to find out that he is elfish um is it elfish or elvish i don't know what what they're <clears throat> what they're called um but elves basically i don't know what the correct terminology is so he's in he's a he elf and <laughs> um yeah that's who she meets and they end up being each other's protection and guidance um along the way when they find each other in the woods and i love dara i feel like dara's character has also grown so much as far as like us getting to see more of his personality because in season one we saw enough we saw enough to kind of say that we fuck with him or not but season two you kind of see more and you want to see more season two makes you want to see more of dara because of certain events that have happened and it just gets more interesting and more intricate 
and we even see these other mystical creatures so that's why i say it's kind of like um harry potter or lord of the rings in that way because of these uh fantastical creatures that pop up every now and then it does have dragons just like game of thrones did um amongst other amongst like other monsters that the witcher has to slay but the elves are they're more uh uh prominent in the series so you do definitely get to see more of the elves and their story in season two they talk about it briefly in season one but what i loved um the most about the uh, elf story is how it's kind of a we were here and it was some don't start no shit won't be no shit but something happened and they had to go to war so the war is we we think that it's over because of how it ended in season one but the elves in season two are not really fucking around now that what dara is he's uh the warrior that they're preparing for an even bigger war there's something bigger about to come and i just think that (laughs) this show is so lit i can't even i it's like there's so much detail that that goes into it and i just think that it is one of the best shows on netflix as far as fantasy goes if you miss vikings and game of thrones and the lord of the rings you are going to like the witcher and that's pretty much all i'm gonna say about it because if i talk about it anymore this episode is gonna be an hour long and i don't have time for that so thank you so much for tuning in until next time Peace.